In a world controlled by passionless conglomerates, there's a place where artisanal producers bravely break the boundaries and craft wine, beer, and spirits their own way. That place is Tin City, and this is their story. You've tuned in to the Tin City Podcast with Patrick Brooks and George Newmare. Welcome to the Tin City Podcast, where we talk about all things Tin City and a lot of things that aren't. We're here with Velia from and Kenton. Terbeek. Terbeek. I can never say your last name, yeah, it's though. Yeah, all good. I, was I, say, I can't either. It's actually really <laughs> fun to say. Know. It's pretty. It's Terbeek. It's Dutch. I don't have no idea. It's just... There. It sounds like a special bird. Birds always have cool names like Titmouse and stuff. <laughs> Blue-footed Hi. booby? Blue-footed uh, booby. Yeah. Whatever. So, Kitten Titmouse here. <laughs> <laughs> that's a DJ name. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's my weekend thing that's that I got going. Yeah, yeah. don't blow it. Yeah, yeah, we're scratching here. We're spinning some discs. Yeah. Stay tuned to the podcast. Yeah. We've got yeah. lots of Kitten Titmouse coming up at you. Okay, so we're happy to be here, guys. Uh, we're right here in the heart of Tin City. We've got... A beautiful Sauvignon Blanc from Desperado Wine mm-hmm. in our hands. Cheers, y'all. Cheers. Cheers. Nice way. Does, does anyone want to know that we also have beers, cider, and cocktails open? Or is that not? Yeah. We don't talk about no. that. Oh, no, we for sure. That's the beauty of Tin City, right? You got a little bit of everything. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, Everybody's they, always double fisting. Yeah, or triple in this case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where you're going to put the other, the third one. Yeah. So <laughs> Down the hatch. Down the, the hatch. Thanks for this drop, Patrick. <laughs> Okay. And so, yeah, that's the beauty of Tin City, right? We've got a little bit of everything. So if you want a scoop of ice cream on top of that booze, you can you can add that even. So Head over absolutely. to the Granty Creamery. Yeah, we got it all. Shout out. So a little something for everybody. There's uh, If you're a spirits drinker, if you're a wine drinker, if you're a cerveza drinker, you got it all right here. So Gluten-free, head over to Tin City Cider. That's right. Absolutely. And Stay. all the wineries. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, George? Wineries are gluten-free. Excuse me. Keto-friendly. <laughs> you're the only... Gluten making motherfuckers yeah, in this yeah, town, right? actually. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that and the yeah. pizza dude. <laughs> yeah, the Sweet pizza little Caleb. Dude. That's so. definitely gluten. <laughs> oh, yeah. Celiac folks, you can drink all this vino. So, that's what we're talking about today is Desperada Winery. So, Velia, before she dropped out of high school, she was a 4 H star and straight A student and once got arrested in an airport for forgetting that her grandmother's Beretta was in her purse. Let's, un- let's unpack so that. Let's unpack that, yeah. <clears throat> I well, have no idea. We want to know where, where Velia comes from. Let's back up a little bit. I wouldn't call myself a 4-H star. I mean, that's, I think, overstating a little bit, but it did love me some 4-H. It was my mom's Beretta. Okay. So, yeah, there it is. Unpacked, true story. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's badass because everybody in Tin City has their fun story. They, they have a an interesting background that brings them right here. And that's, I think why everybody kind of clicks and connects, but your passion for life and all the badass shit you do kind of shines through in the wine you make too. Well, thanks Patrick. Yeah, you bet. So I've been fortunate enough to do a lot of research and development, being a next door neighbor to you. Right. So yeah, yeah. over the years, Mm -hmm. yeah, you guys are the best, the best names ever. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking we're so lucky. It's great. Yeah. 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 So that's, if you borrow a cup of sugar from a neighbor, normally in this case, we just go ahead and borrow like a half ton bin of grapes, (laughs) half ton bin of grapes, something like that. We have a lot more fun here for sure. And we want to hear about Mr. Uh, Titmouse, Titmouse a little bit too. Oh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> okay, so, so what do you do for Velia next door, Kenton? Uh, so you know, I am. T- <laughs> he's, he's at a loss to say. Yeah. No. <laughs> I like. You're, honestly, I'm just like your job's on the yeah, line right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, you better think quick, brother. You, you know, make honest, look honestly, um, I am there to make Velia's life easier. There's this huge production that is happening, and anything that I can do to be a part of that is anything so you know what it is for like winemaking or life stuff or you know family stuff like it's that company is so you saying you're a glorified babysitter Kenton? you know i'm a glorified assistant as what i call it you know i'm just i'm i'm not many were doing punch downs the other day she was i mean she was in there like you know that's like that's the thing it's like a big family thing and it's like you you just all hands on deck and it is that time of the year right to be all hands on deck so yeah so we're in the midst of harvest, right? Yes. We're in the midst of harvest, yeah. yeah. And, you know, honestly, like, and Kent and I have had the joy of working together in one capacity or another since 2016. So oh, he's cool. been a part yeah. of the family. He worked uh, harvest, uh, part of harvest in 16 over at Herman's Story and has worked 
harvest there in little bits every year since, yeah. uh, whether it's, yeah. you know, part-time or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then came on with me full-time uh, a little over a year ago, maybe a year yeah. and a half ago. Yeah. And um, he just makes everything run. And he's he's the yin to my yang. He actually pays a lot more attention to shit than I do, which is really great. That's and good to have another uh, set of eyes yeah. on it. So. Yeah, instead of like very conscientious well, but grandpa you know, eyes, we call them. Yeah, but also at the same time, like, I've also, right. you, know, you know, I've also. I mean, firsthand, I can say Kenton is a passionate guy who cares about his job. He's detail oriented. And anybody who's got him on his team would be really lucky. Yeah. And yeah, $20 bill Kenton put in your pocket earlier, George? Oh, no, it's just. Wow. Kenton used to work at Barrel House. Oh. Is. This is the first time I realized the whole time you were moonlighting over at Desperado. I had no idea until now. <laughs> He's been, been paying this you this whole time. Right yeah. across the street. Bastard. <laughs> yeah, and if you're not familiar with Tin City, that is something you'll find right across the street. we got wineries, the brewery, the cider place. we got the distillery all in a stone's throw away from one another. So yep. sometimes you will find employees or people going back and forth to you know d- different companies. And yep. um, I, I mean, I, I've known a couple of people that work in Tin City that work at like a few locations in Tin City all yeah, at the same totally. time. Yeah. So whatever you're doing over there, it's working because mm-hmm. the wine is, you know, phenomenal. It's fucking sexy. Yeah. yeah. Nice. It's tough to Thank drink you. it with this Thank microphone you. though. Uh, that's why I got yeah. the straw. I need, I need a straw for the wine too. No, no, you just use the same straw for all three beverages. I don't think oh. that's, that's just <laughs> no, <it's> mixing. <laughs> but just real quick, back to Kenton. That's I love this weird. guy so much. <laughs> I named my kitten after him. Yeah, he that's did. True. That's true. That's true. Kenton the kitten. Kenton the kitten. Yeah. How do you feel about that, Kenton? Uh, you know, it's it's nice. It's a little weird, but was it a little demeaning? It. Maybe a little creepy? No, you know, like, but also, like, we were talking to your daughter. I think a little while ago, and she was like, "Oh, like you're like, yeah, this is Kenton," and she was like, "No, we have Kenton at home," and I was like, "In a cage?" No, I'm not. I'm, I'm a person too. <laughs> yeah, I was like, the "This hell? is the Kenton." Yeah, and she was like, "No, I'm a cat." I'm like, "No, I'm." I'm, I'm a person like your dad named me after that cat. So named I came. Yeah, that's right. Like, I named, yeah. you after the- <laughs> <laughs> named you after the cat. Sorry, yeah. No, Mrs. sorry. Yeah. yeah, it's all good. We've been <laughs> feeding this guy. Yeah. You've been feeding this guy booze since uh, yeah. 6 p.m. yesterday. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's actually a true story. The fact we have very little brain cells between us. Oh, yeah. Um, sorry. We, by the uh, way. Speaking of one stop shop in Tin City, we went to six test kitchen last night. Yep. Ooh, which is sick. an amazingly Awesome restaurant that just Dude, got their first Michelin star. Pastor Robles' first Michelin star yeah, restaurant. Yeah, in, yeah. in really, yeah, true story. Yeah. Oh yeah, yes. And and you know what? They uh, they are the putting Michelin every man to fucking show it. Yeah, up on the fucking up on his counter. little door and his yeah. thing. And yeah. they are pulling out every stop to make sure that they are that they deserved it. Like it's yeah. the, it was. It was awesome, and yep. we drank a ton, and then didn't sleep a ton, and then yeah. got back into harvest mode. Ooh, yeah, here we are. First thing in the morning, right? Big yeah, boy at night, big was, boy in the day. Yeah, it's so, you know, like you know, three a.m. bedtime. Wake up seven a.m. and it was like open all right. a beer and yeah, open a beer and get back to work. Yeah, yeah. I think there were some uh, some breakfast burritos and some beers, and it was like all right, let's get back to it. So. But he did tell me first off, he's like, I'm not driving anything today. I'm not operating any machinery. I was like, well, you don't have to. It does say I'm right on the piece of equipment <laughs> yeah. should not be operated it while does. you're, you know, under the <laughs> yeah. uh, influence of certain be- beverages. Right? So again, yeah. grand- Grandpa over here, he's very, he's really, Aww, he's no, he's but in a good way. He's not going to do that, shooter. whereas you know yeah. some people would. And I'm going to tell you when I'm half cut. So um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I for sure have never operated a forklift while intoxicated. Liar. Bullshit. <laughs> I'm bullshit. You and Penny over there. Just- <laughs> I know. You got to watch out in Tin City because we're not the only ones, right? So yeah. Tin City, baby. It's getting wild. Yeah, oh, the, City, the other man. day, the CHP officer, when he was dealing with George for, of course, you're always getting in trouble with the law, George. And, he, you know, I'm driving down in the suspicious. middle of the, the road. I've got the dog on my lap. I've got a ton of juice and no seatbelt on on the forklift driving down the middle of the road. And the CHP officer got a kick out of it, for sure. I'm glad it went that direction. Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay. He left. Did, wait, Good. did he stop and... Like, yeah, he rolled down his window. He's oh, not OSHA. He's oh, not gonna, no. I mean, so, oh, really? I don't, it's not illegal. No, I mean, yeah. he, he was, he was there to deal with uh, a big rig, was pulling in, oh. hit one of my coworkers' vehicles, and my coworker was out there to unload him. And he's like, hey, before I unload you, let's deal with this. You, you hit this truck. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, it's not I so bad. And oh, I don't think wow. anybody noticed. And he's like, well, I noticed, and it's my truck. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. And the guy was like, well, I don't know if I have any insurance. We had to get CHP down there. Oh. It was a whole fucking thing. Really? It's like a 40-foot He threatened to, like, drive off. Dude, 
do it. That's what I was thinking like, about Tinsley cool, too. Cool, we got your, yeah, like, we got your license. Yeah. We know exactly who you are. Take off, dude. <laughs> yeah. it's, Take a, it. it's a functioning neighborhood of like wineries sure. and breweries, and like it's a, it's manufacturing and production. And so it's yeah. so weird because it's like come to our one stop shop of fun and come hang out and have ice cream and shit and pizza and it's so cool. But we're also all working. Yeah, we have shit yeah. to do too, which yeah. is kind of crazy when you have you know Susan, <laughs> you know oh, the Susan Phil. Parker oh Tesla God. in front of our fermenting bins last year. <laughs> Susan f- famous. She Legend. Is famous. Yeah, to, just to, to enlighten everybody else, Velia had these beautiful fermentations going on in the outside and uh, she's giving, you know, the, the fermentations a little sunshine. And this gallon of Tesla parked right in front of them. So And, and then yeah. just fucked off and drank for hours. Yeah. And we were just all standing around trying to figure out because we can't leave it outside all night. No. Yeah. Were we considering mode, moving so. her vehicle with oh, a forklift? We, we tried. tried. Oh, yeah. Well, Kenton got so mad at me because we we, we, oh, <laughs> she stuck, we tried everything. She stuck the forks underneath that Tesla, and I was like, with things to support it, uh, like you know. Yeah, so I don't know if it. this is this is an expensive rig. But yeah, and you can't just pull wine. that thing out either. Yeah, also the, that's the charger. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's real no, tricky. No, it's really in so, there. So yeah, it's yeah. We tried shaking the car and like getting it to alert her. Nothing. That's yeah, we tried like breaking idea. into it ish. I mean, not <laughs> like breaking the like, glass, like, but like, yeah, not like an alarm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So there was yeah. a, there anyways, was a cop yeah. there that day too. It was under supervision yeah. of law enforcement. Yeah, so, and that's, yeah. And that's, yes. how, that's how we got her name. He's the one that gave yeah, us her that's name. True. So and that's how we called Susan. Tesla, and they were like, "Yeah, sorry, we can't give you a yeah. name." But the cops like for sure that she should never have parked there. He's like, "We can't tell you that her name is Susan." from Fresno. We yeah. can't tell you that. Yeah. And we were like, oh, if so I we all was, walk around the neighborhood going, it. Susan Yeah. And eventually, and she was at Tin City. Uh, yeah, and she was shitty. over, uh, I think like Sans Liege or I Tin City. And, like, yeah, and she and, was like, really cool though. She oh, was she was. Great. And she felt yeah. so bad. Yeah. No, she was great. super cool. But for word to the wise, don't park your Tesla in front of Valia's bins. Or damn any it. vehicle. Or any, no, yeah, any vehicle. Like just <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so we're, <laughs> we're, we're going to come back here in just in a second. We're going to talk about uh, where Desperata comes from. We want to hear all about it. So we're just going to take a quick little break, and we'll see you in just a second. This episode of Tin City Podcast is brought to you by us. Tin City, 1849. Welcome in. What'll it be, stranger? I'll take a shot and a beer. We got us quite a selection. I'll take a Tin City whiskey and a Barrel House IPA. Oh no, it's the Wild Ale Kid! Empty those pockets and reach for the sky. You saved us, mister. Drinks are on the house. Nothing gets in the way. My Barrel House IPA. And this Tin City whiskey sure numbs the pain of smoking them misguided outlaws. I don't drink often, but when I do, I drink in Tin City. Enjoy Tin City responsibly. Please don't bear firearms in Tin City. Tin City, good times since 1849-ish. You're listening to the Tin City Podcast with George Newmare and Patrick Brooks. That's right. I see the look in your Did face. Did you pay for that, or yeah. is that Morgan really Morgan Freeman himself? Shut yeah, but it's now. is like pay him to say it kind of thing. Yeah, he, he, Morgan Freeman is a huge Tin City fan. Hey. <laughs> it's actually a, honestly, it's actually a woman who does a really great Morgan oh, Freeman. I've wow, heard of this chick. Awesome. I have heard of this that chick. That's great. And we did pay her, and I bought all the She's rights. Really to her, so good. We can do this anytime we want. I, we own those rights. I tried oh, to get Lizzo great. to do my voicemail for Desperata. Yeah. I, I, I DM'd her, but she didn't. Respond, Lizzo. If you're one of the very first people listening Dude. to this podcast, please. I mean, I don't have a lot of money, but I will pay yeah. you in so much wine, so much wine, so much wine. Lizzo I vote, would kill it. I also voted for Wu Tang Clan. 
but uh, oh, fuck I got, yeah. I got, well, I was going with Shaka Khan. Yeah, 200 bucks, you could get Shaka Khan. Yeah, that's pretty cool. No, that's that's not two. bad. Right. Okay, Wu Tang Clan was like 180, and I was like, all right, come on. Like, Wu Tang Clan's Klan. really doing. There's a website or an app yeah, where like, you can hire, depending on what you want to spend, you can get them to say a personalized message. Yeah. And you can have them, or Ice Cube. Oh, yeah, Ice Cube. That would have been a good one, too. Ice Cube or Wu Tang Clan to be like, hey. They're probably a little more expensive, though. No, no, no. It, it, was, it was like three, four hundred yeah. bucks. It was not no like way. a big deal. But also, yeah. you see people slutting it out for like, like fifty dollars, and you're like, "All right, come on, man!" Like, really? But well, someone that like no one's heard of. Yeah, you're like, like I was like, like a some B like, grade yeah, actor like some, from like yeah, the seventies. Yeah, you're just like, like an extra, yeah, like, yeah, maybe like Corey Feldman. You're like, I know who that person is, and like, hey, for like five dollars, I'll like say your business name. It's like, that's not like a commercial one time. Yeah, the general. <laughs> the general. The general. <laughs> That's funny. Sorry. Yeah. yeah brought, I mean, brought up last night. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so. But hold out for Lizzo. She's going to crush that. You know, I should probably send her another message. She probably just didn't get the first one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she just, yeah. You know, yeah, just, I mean, yeah. You know what? Persistence. For right. sure. Squeaky wheel gets degrees. Yeah. Lizzo, come on. Lizzo. <laughs> you're a badass. Okay. okay so, <laughs> all right. So, I, I'm, I'm curious. So, Valia, what was your introduction to the wine industry? Um, it's super serious. Super serious. Uh, it was working in restaurants. Yeah. I got like a fine dining uh, restaurant gig when I was, you know, oh God, 18. Like, I don't even know if you can serve alcohol in 18 in this state, but you could in Arizona. Sure. And you have that, like, that shift drink and you're like, oh, this is okay. It wasn't even that. It was more just uh, like getting to taste the wines and having this really kick-ass psalm that was there and would talk to us about all the wines and open these really baller wines and to yeah. see like everyone get so passionate about this thing. And I didn't grow up. I mean, you read a little bit of that off the website and some of that's pretty tongue in cheek and most of it's accurate, but I don't speak 13 languages. That's not true. But um, <laughs> the, uh, you know, I didn't grow up in a culinary or gastronomic or I mean, my parents didn't even drink wine. So sure. it was, uh, it was definitely something I came to like in early adulthood and uh, just thought it was awesome. Amazing. And that's cool. Cause you, 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 sometimes in the restaurant industry, with food, wine, whatever it is, you stuff comes across your plate, you know, li- literally and figuratively that like you yeah. might not be able to get a hold of elsewhere. Right. right. So you've never cool had opportunity. You've never had those flavors and things in your life. And sometimes you, and you certainly at that age, mostly can't afford them either. Yeah, for sure. So it was, uh, it was really cool. And from there, I just, I stayed in restaurants and then went into uh, selling wine and brokering wine and then went into um, distributing wine in Canada and then wanted to do the production side. So I moved here in 07, 08. And got a job at uh, the big co-op here in town and got really dirty. And I was like, this is way more fun than selling this shit. Yeah, for fun. sure. Let's get, yeah. get deep into dirty. it. Yeah. yeah. So, and, no, and now that you're, you're deep into the making of the wine, like, what's your favorite kind of wine to, to make? What, like, what would you really love doing yeah. when you're in there? Is it everything or is it just? You know, I think, um, and we talk about this a lot because, you know, you wait all year for harvest. It's like, yeah. it's like yeah. Hanukkah and Christmas and everything rolled one into shot. one. And you get one shot all year. And so mm-hmm. you think about that all year, even though you're busy doing other stuff like bottling and I don't know, whatever it is, yeah. the, whatever we do with for the rest yeah, of the whatever year. Whatever we do. But when we, this you, comes, you always look really busy. We are. We are. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the fuck we're doing with it. We have a tortoise. We have a snake. I don't know what we're doing. Yep. But we. The cool snake. We, uh, <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. You should look at her right now. She's all doing this, some weird stuff up in her cage and she looks awesome. Anyways, she had a bath yesterday. She gets really happy when she gets baths. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, is that one of your jobs too, Kenton? Do you bathe her? Mm, Kenton does uh, not. Yeah, so I kind of opt out. Like, that's when it. <laughs> you yeah. draw the line of the yeah, snake. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'll do a lot like of things. So I'll, I'll scrub bins. I'll, you know, I'll scrub the <laughs> drains. Snakes. Dude, drain, you know, just the snakes. And just I'm just. That's a no go. Yeah. That's, that's, that's reasonable. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Hey, this is not a. Uh, I can't fire him on that, right? That's just, yeah. I think that's discrimination or something. <laughs> California would, would not look yeah. kindly on that. Like, you fired him because he doesn't like snakes. snakes? It's like, yeah. yeah. Sorry, dude. Can't do it. It's kind of a layup here, <laughs> but uh, why? Why did you name him Lieutenant Dan? Uh, I did not, um, but she she is named Lieutenant Dan because she ain't got no legs. Ah, uh, <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, yeah. you ain't got no you legs. Got no legs. <laughs> That's there right. There it is. Yep, there it is. When I first heard that name for the snake, I. I was laughing hysterically. For I wish I could take credit for that. Um, my really good friend, Amanda Radakovich, shout out. She, shout uh, out. She's had this snake since she was like four years old. Not Amanda, the snake. Wow. And uh, yeah, and then she needed a home a year ago and, you know. How long is the lifespan of one of these? Is it a python? 30, a lot, yeah, ball, right? pythons, yeah, ball pythons. Like 30 to yeah. 40 years. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, they keep rolling. 
They do, and keep growing too. And much it's like wine, crazy. they sometimes get better with age. Yeah, and <laughs> mellow, mellow, and soften. <laughs> I, I was just trying to segue yeah. back oh, into okay. that. So, <laughs> so to answer your question, Patrick, uh, you know, we wait all year for this time. This is our time to uh, to make it amazing, or to screw it up, or whatever. And I think yeah. that you know, I don't have a preference or like a favorite. You know, it's like trying to pick out your favorite kid, right? It's it's really hard. Yeah. Whites versus red versus different varietals. I but like I think <laughs> it's all crap, all the kids. <laughs> um, I think the thing that I really get off on or that, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, the people that I work with, too, is that we do a lot of trials and experimentation and we fuck around a lot. Yeah. And that's really fun. And that yeah. keeps it fresh every year. That keeps um, that keeps it really exciting. So it's not so much about the varietal or the, the blend or whatever being the best. It's like, what can we try different? What can, how can we make it better? I want to make a little bit less of a little better wine every single year. Yep. And does that change from year to year? Are you like, I'm kind of in this mood today. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, we've never done this before. Let's give this thing a shot. Totally. Yeah. Or like, hey, we've done it this way and it doesn't work very well. So <laughs> let's try something new. Or we've done it this way and it's worked great. But what if we tried something different? Like, you know, and that's one thing I love about brewing. And I, I actually, small secret, I don't drink beer. I'm sorry. Oh, really? I don't. I've, I try oh, well, to we'll like it. we'll just save these for the next it, podcast. It is a personal oh, thing, George. I'll take those. I really, that's I want to like beer. I've always wanted to. And I just, I, it's, I just don't love the hop flavor oh um, i totally get that but yeah it's but a, it can be a polarizing it's yeah character. You, right you can but still be a good neighbor and I, not I, i'm not about person i swear um but one thing i love about that industry is that you get to you get to do that trial and experimentation all the time every, and that's so yeah. cool like every six weeks every three months however often you want to do yeah. it and i i love that and it, that's one thing that's hard with wine is you get one shot Every yeah. year. And then, and then right. you have to wait a year. You can write a note down, but you really have to remember yeah, that that feeling of like how this was last year versus this next year mm-hmm. and, yeah. and really nailing it. Absolutely. Um, yeah. That's got to be terribly difficult. Where for me, it's like, well, I got another batch coming down in two weeks so I can make this tiny little tweak, mm-hmm. this tiny little tweak until yep. it's yeah. until perfect. Until it's perfect. Yeah. And then, and then that's my equation. Yeah. And then generally my raw materials, I would I would say are are more homogenous over time, whereas your vineyards that you're yeah. getting grapes from yeah, yeah. can be wildly different from Something year different to year. Right, yeah. right. Totally. Right, and climate and soil and water and all the things that go with a vintage being a vintage versus... Uh, yeah, versus like barley that's getting blended from like <coughs> tons of farms and it's right. it's all kind of fitting a pretty tight spec. Right. You know, when it does come down to... to Climatic differences from year to year, and, and the vineyard itself. I know a lot of winemakers say, like, um, you know, yeah, why, I'm kind of a winemaker, but I'm more of a farmer, right? Or like, do you subscribe to that too? Like, most of the winemaking does that take place in the vineyard? Totally. Yeah. Hundred percent. Okay. I think of myself more as a shepherd, to be honest. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I, uh, I respect farmers far too much to uh, call myself one. I really sure. don't have enough knowledge like I think that takes a lot more experience than I have being in in the field and working with the crops and whether they're pole beans or whether they're grapes or whatever like I'm still in infancy stage of learning that side of it so I think uh, I have the utmost respect for the work that they do and that goes all the way from the person out there harvesting and pruning and picking to you know the vineyard managers that are making those kind of calls but like the farming is the farming is where it's at 100 gazillion percent so my job i think really is to kind of t- shepherd right like you take care of this thing out there as much as you can make the dis- best decisions that you can right. and then bring them into your home and then help make them into a wine yeah, and, and help make them into wine because they're going to make wine regardless. Right, the yeasts are doing the heavy lifting for you anyway. Yeah, like yeah. they're, they're going to make wine yeah. with or without you. They like want fermentation to happens. That sugar. Yeah. Like, can we make yeah. a shirt? Fermentation happens. Fermentation happens. Done. So yeah, <laughs> I mean it just it does. So you know, just don't let it get screwed up. Yeah, just don't fuck it up. Don't right. fuck it up. Man. Do you find then that like your winemaking style that the terroir really shows through in your um, in your wines, whereas other places are like, oh, I'm going to add this finishing tannin. I'm going to take this like color concentrate of grape to you know the the more mechanized mechanical big industrial type right. winemaking is kind of like that yeah. was yours do you feel like the terroir really shows I hope so through I think so that's anything. something that we talk about a lot for sure and in, in yeah. the decisions that we make and you know I think uh, and we talk about this as well like you know the natural wine movement is a big thing right now and it's such mm-hmm. an ambiguous term because it's not really in any way regulated, so I don't really actually know what natural wine is, but um, I think if you try to um, keep your hands off in a way that, you know, keep your hands on it, make sure it's safe and sound and take care of it and nurture it, but also let it be what it wants to be 
as much as you can. And uh, so, yeah, I think so. You know, Try, I, that's the goal. I remember when uh, we, we, we first got the distillery going here at Wine Shine Intensity Distillery. I did too. And yeah, yeah, we know you did. You were, <laughs> yeah, right. right there the whole way through. And uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, we've learned a, a few things along the way. But I remember one time I had this because uh, I, I, I studied criminal justice. I did not study winemaking at all, right? And I had this, this, uh, this fermentation that well, I needed a little bit of love, right? And and you came up and you you said fermentation should be beautiful. You you were like whispering sweet nothings to this juice, and like it was it was like this really meaningful moment for me. Like I was like, oh, I, sh- I need to make it needs to be beautiful. Like you're like, I got to respect this thing. Yeah, and yeah. and I don't think I was, and I think that I've tried to do that ever since. I remember I've, I always look back on that when I go. Mm. I think this thing is a little love. How can yeah, I give some love? There's a there's a very wise man. Uh, he's local here. His name's Bob, and he's awesome. And he was uh, was a really lovely winemaker. And he no longer makes wine, but he um, he's a great guy and a talented guy. And I remember when I was first starting and uh, was making wine, like my first vintage. I remember him saying something along the lines of. Patience, grasshopper. Like yeah. winemakers want to control everything. They want to control every step, and they want to make sure, and they monitor, and they add the things, and they do things prophylactically, and they follow this formula to make sure that it's all. He's like, just relax. It's it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Just take care of it. And and that was like a huge. That was a huge moment for me. Like you know, trying to just relax and like and roll with it. And we can mostly do that. It is, at the end of the day, also a business. So I can't sure. just sit back and get all, like, hippie and esoterical and, like, smoke grass and be like, well, fucking it's going to finish or it's not. <laughs> um, so it's, I have to make wine that is uh, that tastes good and that sells also. But I think um, just, you know, realizing that I don't have to control every single part of it. And a lot of the passion and love is, is part of that process, too. That'd be you some know. solid advice for, like, if, if you could go back and talk to – as her very first vintage. Yeah. Something like just that. Chill yeah. out, man. Just chill just out. Relax. It's gonna yep. be what's gonna, gonna be, be fine. man. <laughs> <laughs> you generally let the wild yeast um, do your ferments or do you typically pitch? Or is it kind of a balance a blend of both? You know, generally I'd say, um, and again, Kenton and I have this talk and especially this time of year. Uh, a lot. Um, yeah. we try to go native or wild as much as possible. Um, but there are some lots that through time have proven to be problem children. Okay. And so sure. I don't yeah. have patience Absolutely. grasshopper and I, I know that it's going to be an issue because of, you know, often like organic vineyards and biodynamic vineyards have lower nutrients, um, uh, depending on where the top soils at in a vineyard, it could be, you know, kind of old and tired and there may be things that will affect it. And so, you know, I'm not quite as like, I'm just going to like sit back and let it happen if I know it's not going to happen right. So it's really kind of a mix, but I'd say we're probably, and then there's also the argument, right? That like you've got yeast in the air and it, whether it's wild or whether it's cultivated and you inoculate, is it, you know, what's, what's dominating in yeah. the cellar. So mm-hmm. that's a big, heavier conversation. And I don't really know the answer to be honest. They both might be working towards they, the you same know, goal. I don't fucking yeah. know, yeah. but I do know that we probably are like 75% probably native. Yeah. And then is it more of just, testing the yeast assimilable nitrogen and kind of just feeding that yeast, knowing that say this block is always deficient, but we know the wild yeast is good. It's there. It'll get it through. We just got to feed it a little bit. Yeah. Is that yeah. kind of yeah, and where I you balance think, um, it? And also where the bricks are at, like, yeah. you know, if the bricks are super high and, and the yans are low, then. Yeah. Yeah. And we can see the chemistry from the beginning and then kind of like game plan it, which is really fun and interesting and like we can really see that from the beginning and just be like all right how do you how do you, how do we want to deal with this and also we look back in like 2020 2019 you know and just be like okay how how did this go for us because we keep all of this stuff in spreadsheets and we can look back on that and just be like all right so how did this go for us did it just fly through fermentation in 2019 did the chemistry change at all in 2020? How is it in doing in 2021? Mm-hmm. So like we can tweak it in ways that like, you know, if we want to do something, we can do that. But, you know, it's really comes down to like that first pull of chemistry where we're looking at all these numbers and being like, all right, how are we going to deal with this? Because that's where you see the, the difference in the climate and, and, you know, just 
what's going on that year, right? Absolutely. Like that's that, that first look of like, this is our starting point. This is where we're Yeah, and we never pull based on chemistry. Like, I just, no. I fully, yeah. and you know, that's, that's you know, it's got to be flavor. I don't worry just about the bricks. Choose I don't, some grapes and say, okay, that's it. Yeah, I don't give a shit about the pH and the TA. Like, we'll deal with, it has to taste good. Um, but then as soon as it comes in, that's the first thing we do is check yeah. the chemistry and see sure. where it's at. And She does that, you know. She's out in the vineyards tasting it, and it's like, hey, this is ready to go. What are you tasting for? What do you, like, from the point where it's just not quite developed to the time where it's, like, it's ready to go, What what is that flavor you're kind of honing in on? Like, you know when you get an off-season strawberry versus yeah. when you have, like, that strawberry plant in your backyard mm. and it's that one time of year oh, and that yeah. strawberry is perfect and your daughter goes out there and she and you put it in your mouth and it's like the flavor that's the difference i mean and that's just taste and gut right like this doesn't taste as good as it's as it can there's not a lot of flavor development there like the seeds are still kind of green or like or even if everything is right and it just doesn't taste it well then you wait cuz the one thing you can't fix in the cellar is flavor you can't fix the taste. You can adjust anything else you want all day long, but you can't replace flavor. So don't screw that up. Right. So when it, when it, when it's ready and it blows your mind, you say, oh, that is delicious fruit. Yeah. 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 And like Kentucky yeah, said, we keep all the data man. on all fireworks. this stuff. And a lot of these places, you know, we've worked with for many years, like some since 2012, some since 2010, I think is the first vintage uh, that I have a repetitive vineyard and I've had it since then, same oh, block, cool. same yeah. rows. So, and we've got data going back all those years. So you can, and our data gets better every year because we get better, hopefully. Because you, you, but, you uh, look back and say, hey, actually, this was really helpful to keep an eye on this. Maybe I should look yeah. at this, this, Oh my yes, God, you absolutely. mean information is power? That's weird. Yeah, <laughs> information right. is knowledge and knowledge is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's really helpful to go back and look at that stuff. And then, and then yeah, it was like, it's a game day decision every kind of day. And we wrap in the morning and we wrap at the end of the day and usually over a cider and a smoko and cool. we, we figure out the next, the next steps for the next day. There you go. And you know, and whatever, like I said, whatever you're doing, it works. So everybody's got kind of their own methodology, but like you, you stick with what works for failure. Yeah. yeah. And desperata. And what brings us joy. Yeah. Cause at the end of yeah. the day, you got to love what you do. No, you know, that's one thing that I, I, I will say for sure. Just as you know, as a person who's in intensity all the time, as a spectator, uh, when it's, it's lunchtime out there for you and your crew, you are all in a riot, laughing, smiling, cracking, joke, jokes and jokes and jokes, you know, like, yeah, like, you know, you guys are having a great time. <laughs> and it really, it looks like it's just a, uh, a happy environment. And that's going to make some happy wine. We think so. Yeah. So. I think it matters. You know, my, uh, my husband, Russell, he actually has a winery too. It's called Herman Story. And, uh, yeah, I know that guy. You know just that guy. FYI. <laughs> just, just I mean, just that. saying. Shout of, out. Kind of a badass. Uh, but he, uh, he's when he first moved into the building that he's in, I moved my production from the big co-op facility in with him. And I just had a few barrels at the time. And then a few years later, I had a lot more barrels. And that's when I moved to Tin City. But something that he was always really adamant about and kind of taught me was like, you know, the energy that is in this building at this time with these people, whatever that is, like that is going to come out in this product. 100%. Wow. So be conscientious of it. And you know, that's why he started doing employee lunch every day so that everyone had a chance to sit down together and hang out and talk and be together. And like, and that's what we do too at Desperado. And that's really important every day. It's really we, meaningful. You know, yeah. we, we provide lunch and we do it together and that's, you know, but there's just, but, but all of that comes like, it's the music, it's the laughter, it's the, the feeling of familialness and just, you know, that, that all shows in a product. No, that, that I think that's I think that's really meaningful. Like it, it really is. Like if you guys are having a good time, you know the the wine's gonna have a good time too. That's why sometimes at night, Mike uh, Mike, my, my business partner, he'll blast like '90s gangster rap to the barrels of brandy and whiskey. Oh, <laughs> this, yeah, angry brandy. Is, oh, no, just kidding. Angry, uh, no, I think it's like, no, no, no. no oh, there's, we can talk to. Yeah, there's many theories yeah, on. No, no yep. Valiant, go ahead. No, no, go you on. go ahead. You know you. You tell them what you play to the barrels and the ladies. So we, we call we call the ladies. ladies. So I'm I'm they good cop, he's bad cop. Like if something if if they're being naughty, I'm always like, I love you guys. Like be good. I'll be here in the morning. And he's like, Listen, bitches, you get to work tonight because I told you, uh, or whatever. So we we have to whatever. But like yeah. sometimes nice at night, to the ladies. I'm sorry. You know they love you know, Mozart sometimes. and Tchaikovsky, and often Ooh. at night I'll turn the music on and we'll leave that for them to, and then I'll come in in the morning and he's playing like death metal shit. Yeah. So I play stoner rock in the morning and we get him going and it gets me going. Well, it's not like, yeah, every so barrel we, likes the yeah. same kind of music though. I you gotta, you gotta yeah. mix it up. You mix Otherwise, it up, yeah. yeah Something yeah, for everybody. For sure. yeah. yeah, for sure. I bet yeah. it's varietal specific. 
You think? Yeah, Ooh. for sure. Like, yeah, I guarantee, like, Cabernet Sauvignon, that's a badass motherfucker right there, right? But, like, uh, something like, like some Viognier, soft and sexy and pretty, like, <laughs> like Viognier is going to like Mozart for sure. You think? Yeah. 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 Who doesn't? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean so maybe, do you, do you yeah. do something different for, the, like, the amphora you use? I know you use a lot of well, they're all in the same building, so I can't okay. give them all headsets. Yeah. 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 That would be we, crazy. I mean, we could do it. All the amphoras, <laughs> you know, each barrel gets their own That's headset. the one. That would be crazy. You now, know, so 2022, we will play separate music for each ferment that we're doing. That's and one of the next things, yeah. That is There's maybe data the, on that. There, maybe next year, that's going to be the data, is we play different music different music for each ferment and yeah. see how they track. Maybe yeah. you can get a Cal Poly grad student to come do their, their project on that. Oh, oh the, you, I'll bet you. You can just outsource Someone's it. Paid. Of, yeah. Unpaid. Totally. For sure. Unpaid for, for sure. Unpaid, yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They ain't going to be paid. Sorry, kid. No, they, they'll, they'll do anything. No, so yeah. it, 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 it's... So it's interesting you, you brought up Russell. We, everybody loves Russell. We love Herman's story, of course, too. So is, do you ever find it uh, annoying at all being married to another winemaker? Yes. Or is it just because it's Russell yes, from? Yes, I do. Yeah? No, I'm just kidding. Yes. Uh, no, it is annoying, Patrick. No. Uh, well, you know, I think that, like, working together and being in the same industry absolutely has its challenges. And sometimes that is annoying. And uh, sometimes he says, man, I wish you worked for a bank. I'm like, I wish you worked for a bank. <laughs> um, and But for the most part, it's actually pretty amazing because you know what the other person is going through. Sure. Um, and you can relate. And also we really are a sounding board for each other, although we really stay out of each, other, each other's production. Yeah. Um, but we work together. We share employees. We work together a lot as a team. And we um, we do a lot of. Uh, God, there's a phone. There's in a here. phone. <laughs> Answer it, dude. Do you have no. a landline? Jesus. Yeah, we have a landline. <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> I have a cell phone too. Sorry, grandpa just, over here too. Yeah, yeah. I want grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> it's a business, damn it, Kenton. No. <laughs> sorry about that. No, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I know. Landlines are weird. They <laughs> uh, <laughs> are. I haven't had one in so long. <laughs> well, it's because I don't want everybody calling my cell phone. Right. You could just you get another cell it. phone for yeah. here. Then I have a, like a bat phone, too, yeah, no, two you can, phones. You can totally link it. Like, so when you get in, it, it doesn't matter. I, whatever. I'm yeah, more, yeah. more of the ground. Right? Technology and I, we don't drive. So I always old. thought technology was going to be a fad, but everybody <laughs> keeps using it. It keeps sticking around. So yeah, right? it's driving me insane. Ugh. It's exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My coworker across the street always said that he thought... Um, the Bermuda Triangle was going to be a much more bigger deal in our everyday lives Whoa, than like cell really? phones and computers. That's deep. But that is yeah. yeah. Now that you said, I'm kind of surprised it's not. You know what? Maybe maybe if you lived closer to it, I've always kind of wanted to, you know, fly over it. Yeah. Oh, sure. I mean, just to see. Just kind of be like, what's yeah. all the hype about? Yeah. I mean, really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can we do this? Only or one what? way to find out. I yeah. mean, really. Yeah. Oh no. The <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, where were we? Russell, great. Yeah, yeah. we're together. No, it's yeah. great. You guys had that going on. Yeah, no, it's, it is really cool. You know, I've, that has its ups and downs too, right? Because like if I'm stressed about something, he's he's in the same boat. Like our, our businesses track together, right? So if, if there's something happening, you're kind of in like, oh shit, it's, you know, cash flow crunch because it's harvesting and we have 8,000 gazillion dollars in bills and like, and whatever. Yeah. So there's, you know, yeah. but you also get to share that stress and we are really supportive of, you know, making sure that we, like I can see when he's up shit Creek and I can take some of the load and then he does that for me all the time. And right. I know you, you process fruit a lot together. Uh, you know, yeah, we did this year. It's awesome. Yeah. You mentioned to me great. that you, Decided to handle all the whites here because you probably have a bitch and bladder press. Yeah. And then he handled all the reds. Yeah, we did that this year and it was, it's worked out amazing. We've had bigger, longer days there, but we just come in here, we do our maintenance, we go over there and then we're all together. And so we have fewer, longer days, I guess you could say. Yeah. Like we're there for like 16, 17 hours, but we're getting through all the fruit for both of us in that day and we're doing it all together. And you're gaining efficiencies. We're not cleaning our equipment here and moving all of my whites and shit all over the place. And, uh, and it's fun, yeah. you know, like we yeah, started yeah. off making wine in the Together. same building and it was just us and Hefe and yeah. then Cameron came and then Gio came and now, you know, and then Chris came and like, now we're all like, these guys have been with us for, family. for yeah. a, a decade. Sure. And, uh, and so it's been really fun this year to go work over there more often. Yeah. I really, I, I love it. That, that's probably something you're going to do more in the future too then, huh? Is that? 
I mean, yeah, we'll talk. Did, we'll did, talk. did it just work yeah. out that way? I think it, 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 did. it, it worked out yeah. that way. So it, it definitely wasn't planned. But I think uh, I think we all think it went really well. So we'll see how Harvest finishes up and see how it goes for next year. But uh, that was a great use of manpower and uh, conserving water. You know, California yeah. drought saved a lot of water this year. There you go. Good on so, you. So, you know. We yeah. don't have enough of that. So You're welcome, California. You got to have water. You know, if you don't drink water. You die. It's a fact. It's true. So yeah, we got to keep that stuff around. Yeah. So, so okay. So we're we're but we are. Oh, there's water in this wine. You know. <coughs> so, uh, but we're we're drinking some wine here. So, uh, can you tell us a little bit about the wine that we're drinking right here, the Sauvignon Blanc? So this is a beautiful. Well, I think it's beautiful. This is I a wine that Kenton and I made in 2020, and it's uh, Sauvignon Blanc from Oliver's Vineyard, which is a sweet little, incredibly fertile, happy vineyard, landlocked in the Edna Valley, owned by Tally. Okay. And uh, it's surrounded by like uh, bell peppers and marigolds. Yep. And it's just, it's like beautiful, rich Edna Valley farmland. And all that shines through in the, in the wine. It comes, uh, and yeah, and it's, you know, this year, I think we talked about it from like day one of its fermentation. It reminded me of us of Dole pineapple juice. Oh, yeah. 100%. It's super tropical y yeah. and yeah, pineapple. It's really tropical, yeah. Um, yeah. And it's so interesting because like every, you know, we do, I don't know eight different Sauv Blancs yep. vineyards we deal with every year and they all, and some different clones in there, but um, they all have their own personalities, um, not only in the way that they ferment, but also just in their flavor profiles. And it's interesting to see the ones that year to year, just like, yep, that's McGinley. And like, yep, that's Presqueel. And um, this is only our second or third, second year, third year with this. So um, we're just kind of getting to know her, but it's uh yeah, I, I love it. It's one of my oh, favorites. So, so no, it's amazing. Like when you said tropical, like that's exactly what I get out of this too. Yeah. So and no, now, not a lot of wineries make Sauvignon Blanc in this area, right? Because right. it doesn't really grow in this area very well. So most of this, uh, none of the Sauvignon Blanc is from Paso per se, except for it be, right? York it's Mountain. Too warm, probably. Mountain. Except okay, for yeah. York Mountain, okay. which is uh, as the crow flies, pretty close to the coast, yeah. and it's really high up at like sixteen hundred. So it actually does really well there, and it's an early ripener, so it, it gets off before the big usual heat spikes come. Um, but most of it's from Enna Valley, Santa Maria, Happy Canyon. I like Happy Canyon. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a great happy. name for a place to get fruit from. It's Do you know great. why it's called Happy Canyon? I can't wait to find out. Uh, they made hooch there during Prohibition. Ooh. And so they had, yep. As a hooch maker, I'd dig that. Secret, right? Yeah. And people would take the road out to Happy Canyon to go pick up their booze. Everybody's so outside, happy when yeah. you get that liquid sunshine in yeah. your veins. Outside yeah. Santa Barbara. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I That's like what, it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I learned that and I was like, yeah. That makes sense. That's it cool. makes yeah. sense. And it's yeah. so cool. Yeah. So great and there's piece a bunch of, of super rich horse people there oh, now. And yeah. Horse. 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 I'll call you an Uber at the end of the day, Ken. Thanks, bud. Yeah. George, you carry me home, please. Kenton already said he wasn't driving home today. Yeah. He's like, well, that's 8 a.m. How can you make that call right now? Based on the way this is going, I'm going to call my wife to pick me up. So, boy. That happens a lot in Tin City. The, um, the sheriffs and the Ubers know us all really well here. Drink responsibly. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's it. That's so, how we do it. <laughs> so another thing we're going to try responsibly. We're going to play a little game real quick. Okay. It's uh, called. Who's in my mouth? No, sorry. <laughs> okay. sorry. No, you can edit that no, out. No, sorry. No, that's, that's an old Dane yeah, no, Cook. Oh, it's, it's the best Dane Cook. Actually, no, that's Billy, my boss, everybody. We, that's we, my we boss. We had a name she, for this game, but we're yeah. changing it now. It's now okay. called. Who's in my mouth? I know. It's yeah. just, it, that was, uh, I love that bit. When he did that, that, I was one down. dry. I, Who's in uh, my mouth? Yes. Just dry so, your no, eyes. It's so best. good. Sorry. <laughs> I remember that. I've thought about that in years. That's hilarious. Last year, we were talking about a couple of Dane Cook lines, and oh, we actually played fuck. it one day during yeah. Harvest. We did that oh, whole yeah. stand-up, the one that that's from, and yeah. it was fucking hysterical. Like, it's the B&E one with the van, oh, and it's the yeah, monkeys. Yeah, yeah. Like, who, yeah. who doesn't want a monkey yeah. in their house? For and sure. starts throwing shit everywhere. Yeah. Barrels like Dane Cook. Barrels like Dane Cook. Like Stoner Rock, like people Mozart. People like to laugh. People like to life. And like that's shows in the wine 100% because we're having fun. We're trying to do it and we're having fun here in Tin City. And I've never seen you as happy as you are. Shut up. Working <laughs> at Desperado. No, you really are. That's really You look, no, yeah, your body always says, Oh, I saw Kenton today. He looks so happy. Yeah. <laughs> I like, it's so weird. I've never seen him look like that. I feel like Kenton likes um, to put on this, like, this face of, like, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm all business, very serious. But you're so fucking happy over there, and you know it. Yeah. And it makes me so happy, because yeah. I'm so happy having Sushi him Sushi and too. massages make me feel like shit. 
<laughs> Shut up. You're not supposed to tell anybody. God, we're going to get in so much trouble. Okay, so once during harvest, I do have my masseuse Mary come in, and she does chair massages for Ooh, all yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's an actual thing. You guys hiring? <laughs> that's what Russell keeps asking me. <laughs> um, but, 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 you know, again, like, there will be days where I will ask you, and weeks where I will ask you to work uh, really, really hard. Yeah. There are some days where I'm like, I have to leave and get my kid. And I hate leaving before yes. everyone leaves. I like leaving all together every day. But there are some days where I have to leave earlier. I come in late. Sure. And so I feel like any time I can give a little perk and do something that like makes people happy and smile and relax, again, it fucking comes out in the wine. Like it yeah. all comes back to, and happy people stay and happy people make me happy. And I mean, not to get fucking Pollyanna, but you know, it's, you're going to spend this much time at a job. Yeah. You should really dig yeah. what you do. Yeah, for sure. You know. And, and that's you, and that's a happy ending. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now for the game. Now for the game. Sorry. Yeah, who's oh. in my mouth? Who's in my mouth? Who's yeah. in my mouth? Okay, yeah. so we're going to play a game uh, formerly known as Conglomerate versus Craft, but now it's known as Who's in My Mouth, for sure. Should we dump this? Here, use this. There you go. Um, you can hear the me twisting the top. Twist top. <laughs> Unlike this beautiful Desperado wine that had a cork. So... We're not going to mention exactly what this wine is, um, but it's definitely a Sauvignon Blanc that you'll find in pretty much every single grocery store across America, and maybe in most yeah locally I, too. You, you, I, I I would even doubt that there's there's more of this sold locally than any other Sauvignon Blanc, just because it's it's just available, cheap, and easy. And got a cute label. It's got a cute label. It's yeah. cute. I mean, it's fine. It's yeah. cute. It's so interesting. I've seen a lot worse. It, it, it's in most gas stations probably too. <laughs> so, uh, we're, we're, we're... My beer is in most gas stations. What are you trying to say, Patrick? All right. Uh, let's cut that out. So. <laughs> we don't need to go there. Oh, Beer's totally easy. different, George. We just tried this beautiful Sauvignon Blanc of Desperadas, full of tropical nature. Uh, it's just, it's gorgeous. It's rounded. It's beautiful. There's so, there's so much fun character in there. It's one of those wines you don't even have to, like, try more than every, like, three, four minutes because it's just yeah. sitting on your your, your yeah, palate, the right? The that, acidity's yeah. balanced There's a, there's a lot going on there. She's yeah. real busy in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Who's <laughs> in my mouth? Desperada is. She is. So, yeah, she is. So now we're going to try this mass production thing, Probably millions of cases produced a year. Who knows? Let's see where we're at, guys. Is it a 2021 or? No, it's 2020. It's 2020, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm I'm so sorry (laughs) I answered that. Like an idiot. (laughs) I love it. Oh, it's 2020. No, dummy. Compared to yours, it really tastes like they just had a bunch of water and they put Sauvignon Blanc flavoring in it or something. It doesn't have nearly the same ester profile, It, it doesn't have the same bouquet. Um, but it, it's still relatively it's balanced. Wine. It definitely isn't offensive. Yeah. And that, no. Yeah. You know, I will say that, that one of the reasons that I, I love Sauvignon Blancs, and that's why I wanted to make them, but one of the reasons I wanted to make so much of it is because, to me, this is how most Sauvignon Blancs are. Like, that acid, that fucking burns my throat. For it sure. makes my eyeballs hurt a yeah. little bit. You can tell it's not natural. Like, everything about this is... is um, it's it's, Sharp. it's not layered. It's angular and it's not cohesive, but it's not awful. No, no. So, it, and I think that's one of the sure. things that, that bothers me about Sau Blanc is there's so much shitty Sau Blanc out there that's still totally drinkable. And so, you know, it sure would be nice when it's nice when you have really awesome Sau Blancs. Yeah, the, yeah. the acidity on this um, kind of builds. <clears throat> yeah. You know that's what I mean? Right. Instead mm-hmm. of like, you have all the flavors, you taste them and they kind of fade away, like, it's, it's like every sip you take, it just builds and builds. Like yeah. like when you eat spicy food, how like the spice can yeah. build and build and build. Like this yeah. is still in my w- this is still in way. my mouth, but it's not flavors. It's, it's my my throat feels the acid yeah. still. Yeah. Uh, so it's not that's not really a finish. Yeah. That's a thing. But but again, I, I it's not it's not awful. But nope. I, I do feel like if I drank no. this all the time, my dentist would be upset with me because oh, like yeah. it would just yeah. be like ripping all the enamel off yes. of your teeth, right? Yeah. Like so it's it, it it is it is pretty hardcore acid. So. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, but, you know, this That's, is a lot of mass-produced. It's a lot of mass-produced stuff. This is how stuff. a lot of wines like this are. And, you know, and there is a there is a time and a place for these, too. Like, you go out, a little, little lady goes out to a restaurant, wants a nice glass of white. There's nothing wrong with that. Go. Or people yeah, that absolutely. are just starting to drink wine or maybe yes. don't like yeah, white. For, and then they yeah, try this. Intro. And, intro. Yeah, intro. Yeah. And you know what? There's a there's a time and a place for that, too. Or, yeah, yeah, you go to one of those holiday parties where you don't actually like everyone that much, but you have to go. You have like, to Like, what drink. are you going to bring? 
I'm yeah. gonna bring oh, this. Yeah, I I'm gonna save the desperata yeah. for my, you know, for for the loved ones. But the screw cap white. I'll yeah, for sure. And you yeah. don't even need a, yeah, you know, like the ball yeah. opener. Yeah. You're right. So that's yeah. huge. Game on. Okay. Game on. Okay. Yeah. So forget renewables. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that that's craft versus conglomerate. But uh, from now on, we're just calling it uh, who's in, who's my, in my mouth. mouth. Yeah. Sorry, trademark. So. Hoping to get sued. <laughs> I love it. TM. Thank you for tuning in to the first Tin City Podcast. Next time, be sure to tune in with the Tin City Distillery Vodka Lemonade. And remember, when life hands you lemons, add vodka. It won't resolve all of the world's problems, but it's certainly worth a shot. Welcome back to the Tin City Podcast. It's time to get boozy with Patrick Brooks and George Numair. We're going to go around. Oh, Jesus Christ. We're going to all say something we're grateful for. And uh, then we're going to cheers. Take a shot. And that's how Shots O'Clock is done. All right. I like that. Yeah. This is something that um, my girlfriend came up with in the middle of quarantine because she wanted to take shots with her friends. They would all FaceTime each other and like do shots o'clock. Shots o'clock. <laughs> yeah, shots let's edit so, that out. So we're, we're, we're going to go, go around the room <laughs> and... You're gonna say you're gonna say oh, yeah. something that you're grateful for, and then at the end, we're all gonna take a little cheers and a little shot. How's okay. that sound? Sounds and we're great. gonna be shooting some Tin City Distillery bourbon right now. Yes, we are. Aged four years to perfection mm. in the heart of good old Tin City. Okay, since 1849. So, since 1849 ish. 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 Okay, so Valia, would you like to lead us off? <clears throat> sure, I would love to. Uh, I am grateful for. This community and the family that I get to work with every day. And I say it all the time so and I know it gets real sappy, but I really, truly mean it. I am so fucking grateful that I get to be around the people that I'm around all the time. I love it. Yeah. Sorry. A little sap. Come on. No, it's okay. It can be sappy. You know, this is like all about positivity and, and, yeah. and the good things that maybe we don't talk about enough. So that's great. Let's talk about our I love feelings, it. Yeah. 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 I have, I have a lot of feelings. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Kenton, what, what about you, your feelings? What are you grateful? Oh, uh, yeah. So, um, no, I'm just, uh, I'm grateful for the people that I get to work with and being alive and being able to be a part of something so interesting and cool every day. You know, we're doing different stuff all the time and being part of a creation and a painting. That's, you know, it's very beautiful. A painting. I like it. Yeah. It's a work of art that, that's never quite complete. Which leads me to what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for neighbors that have become friends over the time. You know, like, you don't know who your neighbor's going to be. But how fortunate are you when they become people you choose to be around, yeah. not people that you have to be around. Everybody, man. We, we've got a good community. We've got we a good do. We do. I was, I was going to say how grateful I am for um, the collaborative community we all work in. But I feel like we're kind of all saying the same thing. That's okay. We can be no, great. You know, yeah. but, that, but that's actually really fucking cool because yeah. that is something that's, that we that really are great. Are, that's why, yeah. and you know, you were talking about like seeing him smile and wave across you. Like I love that like every time I see your face, you're smiling and wave. Every time I see your face, same thing. You're like, hey, I saw it. Like I remember when I was driving on the forklift and you were like, hey, I saw you in the documentary. Like awesome. And I was like, man, this is, this is a really special thing. Yeah. You know, because think about the amount of time that we spend here every day in Tin City. It's a lot of fucking time. More time than we spend away from More it. time than we spend with our families. More time than we spend at home, for sure. So I think it's it's a testament to, you know, how awesome this community and this collaboration is that we all feel that way. You know, that's, that's fucking cool. It is cool. Yeah. You, you only find that in a place like Tin City. Yeah. 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 100%. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers to Tin up, City. <laughs> Woo-hoo-hoo! Woo! Hot damn. That's Start great, down. man. Nothing like taking whiskey down with a straw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, George, that'll put some hair on you too. Oh, yeah. I don't need any you don't more need of that. Any more. <laughs> yep. Okay, before we go ahead and wrap it up, we do have some fun-filled events taking place in Tin City coming up soon. Um, some of you may be familiar with the good old Forklift Parade, which has become a, a yeah. annual event. Hell yeah, that Forklift Hell Parade. Hell yeah. yeah. I remember the very first year, Don Burns and I are on the forklift driving around pouring hot uh, French oak cinnamon and eggnog out for people in the middle of the road. And we look at each other and say, we will never be able to fucking do this again. Like, and sure this, enough, this, you haven't been able to. No, <laughs> not, yeah. Law enforcement doesn't, doesn't, you know, 
look kindly upon that. So, and all these like kids are running up like eggnog, and it's like no, 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 no you can't have any. Like your parents though. So uh, <laughs> I followed up though on a forklift and threw candy out to all of the children. Which is now yeah, yeah. Fair and We cannot throw candy in the forklift parade anymore. Because well, a kid almost jumped underneath our wheel to grab a candy. Yeah. So it was <laughs> well, like, no shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. no way. He bobbled it. I had the, the Santa he beard he on. He bobbled it. It's so a very <laughs> safe, child-friendly event. It is a family-friendly uh, event, for sure. It is super fun. Are you guys going to be announcing it again this year? The announcing duo of George and Patrick will be back in action. That's again. awesome. Right. That was yeah. a great. That was a huge upgrade uh, year before last. Yeah, was, we're, we're going to have some fun. ESPN won. So, so if everybody's got to come to the, the Forklift Parade. Uh, I mean, it doesn't matter if you celebrate you know, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Christmas, or Festivus. Like, the Forklift Parade is, is something for everybody. It's great. It's and the place when to is be. it, Patrick? Uh, the Forklift it's going to be on December 16th between 5 and 8 p.m. A lot of the different wineries in the area will be pouring wine. You know, there's going to be some food. There's going to be some music, maybe some carolers, maybe some negativity scenes, maybe some nativity scenes. I don't know. And then we're going to have uh, <laughs> <laughs> the parade's going to begin at 6.30 sharp. And Santa will be taking pictures with kids apparently on the patio across from Eto between 5 and 8 o'clock. It's a real Santa. Yeah, Santa's real. It's the real Santa. <clears throat> we had carolers out there. I hope they're back. They were really great. Yeah, she, little, you said carolers? Yeah. Yeah, carols going to be here. Yeah. <laughs> No, she'll just, be here for just sure. Bunch of carols, just bunch of carols, just ringing bells. <laughs> like literally, we for can't Salvation get anybody but carols here. Yeah, no, yeah. so carolers. As long, as long as it's not a bunch of Karens, I think we'll all be fine. Oh, oh. I love Karens. <laughs> Bad rap for Karens. Poor Karen, but it's also for a great cause too. So the Toy Bank of the Greater Paso Robles area will be setting up a donation box nice. uh, for guests to bring toys and that kind of thing too and uh throughout the night you'll be able to listen to george and patrick our you know selves talk a lot of smack on our neighbors it's gonna be worthwhile it's a lot of fun-filled commentary it really is it's really so. entertaining and any any wine that we sell that day we're gonna donate uh all the uh all the proceeds to the uh echo uh, homeless Ooh, shelter. Okay, you heard it right here. Nice. We're, we're here with Desperado really nice. with Velia yeah. and Kenton from Desperado Winery, and they're going to be donating all of their proceeds to Echo. That's rad. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah, so come in that day and buy a shit ton of wine. Yeah, and, uh, be great. Yeah, it's for good a good for cause. Good cause. Good. Yeah. And I, totally. you know, and that's that's what Tin City likes to do. We like to be a part of the community, and you know, I know uh, all the wineries and and everybody else in the area. We always. Do pretty well with donations for good causes. And so this is definitely one of them. So come out and enjoy the family-friendly event, the Forklift Parade, uh, on December 16th. And Parking we'll... will be a bitch. So <laughs> FYI, yeah. it's Take becoming Uber. a real issue in uh, Tin City. So yeah, definitely get a ride, get an Uber, which is also it's becoming It's an issue hard. on a Thursday, or, right? Yeah, so, yeah, or just know that you're going to drive down the block and then take your Segway, like mall style, and just yeah, drive just over cruise, or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. There you go. I like it. So yeah. yeah. So, so Ubering is a good idea because... Oh, a lot of those uh, locations are going to be open for business, so booze will be served. So, you know, Uber, Fetch, Lyft, whatever you do, Pigeon, <laughs> get, get, get here safely. That's all that matters. Okay, so we really appreciate you coming over here, Velia, and Kenton, thank you from Desperado. We had a blast with you guys. Uh uh, you know, it, it, that's the beauty of our community. We have these kind of conversations, whether or not we're are recording a podcast. So thank you so much. Uh, you can definitely check out the podcast on Instagram, on Tin City Podcast, or uh, on the interwebs, of course. But I'm curious, Velia, if people want to learn more about Desperata, where should they go? They should go to our website, www.desperata.com. God, is it dot com? Desperado wine. It's Desperado wine. I was looking at it. I don't go there today. often, so we're gonna read. Yeah, we're I gonna think it's Desperado. Start over and say that again. Yeah, Let me look sorry. it up. Yeah. Thank you. But also, just come see us at thirty sixty Limestone Way. Yep. Also, yeah, just come drop by and. Oh, it is Desperado dot com. How did you is get it? that? She Lucky knows you. her name <laughs> of her. I'm attached. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, yeah, yeah. So www.desperada.com and it's a funky spelling. It's D E S P A R A D A. It's only one E in there. It's always a trickster. So, That's what it should be, though. Well, you know, I mean, arguably. Yeah. Uh, and then, like Kenton said, you can visit us locally at 3060 Limestone Way here in the beautiful Tin City area of Templeton slash Paso Robles. Is that why you don't like the Eagles so much as a band? Because they did, they named the song Desperado instead of Desperado. I just never really liked the Eagles to begin with. 
I know, you know what, I'm going to get a lot of hate mail because of that, but, um, and, and I don't <laughs> hate them, it's just not really my... It's okay, we'll cut it out. It's fine. Maybe. You know, also, my dickhead has... Wait, no. Sorry. Russell used to play this at Herman Story when I was still there, and I'd be bottling, and he would crank up the fucking Eagles song, and I was like, oh, you douchebag. Fucking hate <sighs> the Eagles. Oh, Eagles. <laughs> All right, well, with the Eagles playing us out. And ladies, I also go. want to say real quick, oh, yeah. thank you so much for having yeah. both of us. Thank you for the beautiful community here. Uh, we're honored to be the first guest Inaugural of, episode. of this amazing podcast. And uh, just thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for shooting the shit with us. Hey, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Thank yeah. you, guys. You were a champ, too, too Ken. Good job, buddy. <laughs> I try, I hold, held it together. Thank God you had stools, huh? <laughs> I gave everybody stools. Right. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Don't you draw the queen of diamonds, boy. She'll beat <laughs> you if she's able. <laughs> Thanks for joining us here on the Tin City Podcast. It's been a... I don't know. You're a lot better than Don Henley. <laughs> like, you're great. What's our send-off, Patrick? It's this. So, ladies and gentlemen, here's to those who wish you well. And those who don't can go to hell. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, y'all. Cheers. Thank Cheers. you very much. Thanks for having us. Why don't you come to It would make more sense if it said Desperada for sure. Yeah. I like it. Uh, like the Why don't you DM the Eagles? Uh,